Hello and welcome to I'll Take That Win podcast with your host Stephen Westwood, reminding you that to achieve that dream it takes just one step. Hi friends and thank you for joining me on today's episode of I'll Take That Win. I'm Stephen Westwood, I'm here for you every week giving you advice on how to have the right mindset to achieve your goals. Today I would like to discuss the concept of scarcity mindset. So this is something that I have alluded to in the past, it's something that I have spoken about briefly in past episodes. Now scarcity mindset is when you focus so hard on the lack of having something. So it's usually the lack of money or the lack of time and it stops you from being able to achieve your goals. It stops you from being able to concentrate on anything else. So the reason why I want to discuss scarcity mindset with you is because of a situation that is currently happening. It's something that is happening right now. So obviously over the year 2020 and 2021 there was the pandemic and a lot of people were uncertain with their jobs, their careers, they were uncertain with where they were going to get finance from or their money to pay bills and I just feel that it's an appropriate topic to discuss right now because of that situation and the fact that a lot of people are still recovering from the global pandemic. So with the scarcity mindset it usually means that you prevent yourself from dreaming or thinking of a bigger picture. You're so busy trying to put out fires, you're so busy trying to stop yourself from sinking that you don't really know how to go about achieving any of your goals. So in business, what will happen is somebody will have this idea to start a business. A lot of people did start their businesses during the pandemic because they wanted to earn money and because they were afraid that there were no jobs for them. So what happens is the person will start business and they will base it on information that they're getting from the internet where some bro guru will be promising them hundreds of thousands of dollars a year. They just have to follow this method and it's easy and blah blah blah. A lot of people in that position are tempted by it and they try it but because they don't get instant success, they don't make instant money, they give up. There is the other side to that where they set their rates and comes to the end of the month and they've got their bills to pay and they start panicking so what they do is they offer their rates at a ridiculously low price. This is the scarcity mindset, this is fear creeping in and the scarcity mindset is controlled by your thoughts and as you know and I say this in pretty much every episode, I believe that your thoughts control your emotions and your emotions drive your actions. And the scarcity mindset is no different. So what happens is your brain will convince you that you can't do certain things, that you will not be able to achieve and get certain results because of these other distractions, lack of money, having no time, being too tired. The excuses that you tell yourself to convince you that you can't can't actually achieve anything and this can take its toll on your mental health it gives what it gives you what's known as tunnel vision and it's where you can't see the bigger picture you can't see the purpose or the point of doing something because you need to focus on getting money and I'm going to use getting money and having time quite a lot during this episode because that's exactly what scarcity mindset is it's convincing yourself that you don't have the time or the resources now some facts about scarcity mindset 
mindset from a psychological point of view in your mental health, it can actually lower your IQ by as much as 14 points. If you look at the average IQ, the average IQ is around about 100 um, or between 85 and 115. So when it comes to losing those 14 points, that's quite a lot. And what the IQ does is it, it, it stands for intelligence quotient and it measures your intellectual abilities and the potential that you have in growing as a person. It also can limit, a scarcity mindset can also limit some brain functions. So it limits your ability to solve problems, to retain information, and also to reason logically. Um, I'm going to touch on that with an example in a minute. So it also affects your decision-making process. It limits your ability to plan and focus. And it's difficult for you to start a project or do it or complete a task because you're too busy thinking of something that you don't have. So at some point when it comes to the scarcity mindset, what will happen is your brain will convince you that actually where you are is probably where you're supposed to be. It's like I can't seem to get ahead, so I guess I'm destined to be poor or I wish I could afford that. It's that wanting something that you're lacking. And if you remember in the first episode that I did in um, happiness and how to set goals from happiness, if you are trying to set goals from a place of lacking, from a scarcity mindset or mentality, what will happen is you will constantly be chasing something. It's like a hamster wheel and you'll never actually truly be happy. You'll never think of what it is that you got is good enough. And it doesn't really matter how much you have. It's never enough. So it could end up manifesting itself in something small. For example, you could under tip a server to keep the bill small, or it could be not investing in the market because you're afraid to lose money, or it could be um, not getting yourself a new phone because the one you have will do despite the fact that it's got a cracked screen and it doesn't really function properly. Um, So what I like to do when it comes to the scarcity mindset is I have an example of let's say that you have a car and this car is about 15 years old. It's got a lot of mileage on it and you know that you need to upgrade it before it completely breaks down but you believe you can't afford it. I mean you may not be able to physically afford it. Don't get me wrong that our situations where money is tight. However, you rely on this car to get you to and from your place of work. And this car breaks down and you need to come up with the money in order to get it fixed or to replace it if it's really, as we would say here in the UK, totaled, it's completely destroyed. What happens is because you need the car to get you to and from work and you can no longer use your current car, you find a way of getting either your car fixed or a new car. And that's the scarcity mindset. It's this idea that things have to be broken before you replace them. And that can actually cost you a lot of time and money in the long run because instead of preemptively planning and instead of thinking ahead, you're constantly and consistently only thinking about what is happening at this moment in time. What fire do I need to put out now? And it's the same if your pipes were to burst in your home. You wouldn't think of spending the money to maintain them. You may not even think to get the right type of insurance to cover them, hoping that you could save a few pennies but when they do burst you then need to fork out and find the money to fork 
fork out for somebody to repair them. Um, something else that somebody with a scarcity mindset will do is they will consistently compare themselves to others. And this creates envy and jealousy. So as you know, I am a big reader on a huge public forum. I enjoy reading the stories. I enjoy reading the situations that other people are in. And I also enjoy reading the responses that they get. And what strikes me a lot on these is the situation that this person is in usually stems from this place of envy. It stems from the fact that they feel that they are lacking something that somebody else has got and that they believe they deserve but haven't worked towards having. One example I can think of from the top of my head is there was a situation where somebody had a new PS5. They brought it for their son. Uh, this son was only, he was younger than 10 and this person's sister came around with the niece, so the sister's daughter, who's a bit younger and the sister's niece, uh, sorry, the sister's daughter wanted to have a go and the son said yes in a minute and then when the girl didn't like that answer, she broke the PS5. She stamped on it. So the boy started crying and was upset and this led to an argument between the two, all between the two adults, the siblings. And what struck me was the rage that this woman had at her sibling because she didn't understand why her sibling could afford something like a PS5 when she couldn't. And it's down to the choices that we make. Clearly, the um, in this situation, we'll call person A the more successful sibling. Person A made different life choices to person B, which led them to be in a position where they have a more fruitful life, they have a more abundant life. And person B, the sister in this case, clearly has a more scarcity mindset. And the argument was, yes, her daughter did break it, but no, she's not going to pay for it because she can, because she can't afford to. She doesn't have that kind of money, that's why her daughter doesn't have a PS5. And since her brother, I believe it was actually, now that I'm thinking about it, so person A, can clearly afford a PS5, he can afford to replace it. Now, it's that kind of mentality that ruins relationships, it's that kind of mentality that can drive a wedge in um, between siblings and between people who have known each other for a long time. Um, so there is a way to manage your scarcity mindset or your scarcity mentality. So first of all, you need to focus on what you do have, okay? So what happens is with a lot of people, they are in a job that they don't like. They despise this particular job. It makes them unhappy. It's affecting other areas of their lives, but they refuse to find another job because this job offers them security. It offers them something that they need, i.e. money, so they can afford their homes, they can afford their cars, they can afford their families, their lifestyle, whatever it is. Now, if and this has happened to a lot of people over the course of 2020 and 2021. What happens if the business goes under that they work for? What happens when they are made redundant or retrenched? Well, they then start thinking, okay, I need to find another job. So they start looking for another job. And because they've waited so long, because they're in this situation where they don't currently have a job, they look for anything and everything that they can get their hands on in terms of bringing in money. And usually they settle for less than what they are worth. However, 
that if a job is making you unhappy, if a job is affecting your mental health, if it's affecting your relationships, and if it's affecting your ability to function in your day-to-day life, first of all, get out while you can. Second of all, if you're looking for a job from the position of having a job, it gives you more time, it means that you can spend time figuring out what you want to do, and all around, it may take you a little bit longer to find the perfect job, but when you have got that perfect job, it could be more money, it could give you more time freedom, it can give you more flexibility with how you approach projects, and you're in a much healthier, better place. So focus on what it is that you do have, uh, because the scarcity mindset is obviously where people are afraid that they don't have something in their life, they're afraid that they are lacking something, so they only react. If you started taking action and preempt what's coming up, then you're going to start switching your mindset. The other thing is, and I've said this before, negativity breeds negativity. When I had depression, I found myself surrounding myself with people who also had depression and mental health issues. Now, I'm not saying that these people were horrible, but what happens is when you're spiraling into depression and your mood is getting further and uh, sorry, getting lower, it affects those around you. Likewise, it affects you when somebody that you're with is going through the same thing. So if you surround yourself with positive people, that will also influence you. If you spend time with people who have a positive mindset and people who are who you aspire to be or what you aspire to have, then you're more likely to start thinking the same way. And that leads back to the fact that human beings are inherently social creatures and we rely a lot on the advice and guidance of others around us. So we naturally start thinking the same kind of thoughts. The next thing is practice gratitude. Now gratitude is a topic that I will be discussing um, in a future episode. But right now, I just want to briefly mention that if you're grateful for what you have, and if you're grateful for the people in your life, and if you're grateful for small things that happen to you throughout the day, and you write them down, what will happen is, over time, your mentality will switch, your thought processes will switch, and you'll realize that actually you're not in as bad of a place as you originally thought. You will then also start being able to see opportunities for you to build, and opportunities for you to grow as a person. And this leads on to recognizing possibilities. So again, it's training your brain. Having an abundance mindset, coming from a place of abundance is a skill. It's something that you can learn. It's something that you can change about yourself. So there's also a few ways that you can manage scarcity mentality. So when it comes to your finances, first of all, okay, I have all of my bills come out on the same date every month. So I know that after that date, any money I've still got in my account is my money and I can do with with it what I want. The next thing is I have a healthy work-life balance. So I'm fortunate I'm in a position where I can pick and choose what days I work, how many hours in that day I work. I can pick and choose um, where I work from. Make sure that even if you're employed or whether you are a business owner, especially if you're a business owner and you're just starting out, that you take time to rest. What you do is you plan time for yourself in your uh, planner or your calendar. What this does is it helps to allow, it, it, it allows you to rest. It allows you to think more positively. It allows you to feel better. And when we, as I've said in episode one, go back and listen to it. When we are coming from a place of happiness, we are more creative. So when we've had that rest, we just feel a lot better and we're able to do a lot more. And we actually become more productive and more efficient, even though it sounds counterintuitive. It's true. If you plan time for you to rest, you perform better. The next thing is, if you don't already do it, start exercising, but make sure that you you start exercising with a friend or a personal trainer just so you've got somebody there to help you stick to a more healthy lifestyle this also helps relieve stress
stress, it helps get your sleeping back on track. It if you're eating healthier, then you start feeling good about yourself and it builds up from there. If you plan your meals and stock up on healthy foods, this will help you to avoid falling off the wagon. It helps you to avoid um, ruining your diet. So the other thing is, if you do go onto a diet, I just wanna point this out, it's okay to have some chocolate or some unhealthy snacks, but do it in a way that you're not gorging yourself on them. Do it in a way that it's a little at a time. So the next thing is, in your diary, make sure that you plan family time. So it could be ensure a weekly activity or a weekly afternoon or a weekly meal, just something where you get to spend quality time with the people that you love. And as I've already said, the last thing is make sure that you definitely free up time for yourself. That is the biggest piece of advice I can give anybody, especially when you're just starting out. It can seem like you need to take on every project and it can seem like you're, you need to take on all of this responsibility. But if you take time for yourself and do the things that you like to do, it allows you to refocus your energy and it allows you to avoid the feeling of resentment towards people who have the time and the ability to think for themselves and to think, uh, sorry, and to do things for themselves that they enjoy doing. So yeah, I hope you have enjoyed today's episode. I really hope that you have got a lot out of it. I also hope that you subscribe to my podcast. I also hope that you are enjoying the other episodes. Please let me know. Please leave me reviews. Please leave me uh, comments on my Facebook page, uh, which is Stephen Westwood Coaching. I will put the links into the description. You can also purchase my book, which is available on Amazon as paperback and an ebook format. And if you need any help, if you feel like you have a scarcity mindset and you're struggling to break out of that, then please do contact me. I have set up a program that helps people in that position, in that situation, and you'll be surprised at what you can achieve over the course of eight weeks, which is the course of my program. But yeah, overall, I want to invite you to change the way that you think. I want to invite you to be grateful for what you have and start thinking and focusing on what you currently have and the position that you're in and realizing that if you want to make a change and if you want to be different, you need to make that change yourself nobody is responsible for what you have in the position that you're in other than yourself. I want to invite you to try some of the strategies that I've mentioned within this podcast and try moving forward with your life where you plan time for yourself, you plan time for your family and you plan time for your physical and mental well-being. Thank you very much for listening to today's episode. I will see you next week. Bye-bye. You have been listening to I'll Take That Win podcast with Stephen Westwood. Reminding you that your path to success starts with just one step.